How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. August. Why wouldn't it be raining? Son of a... It is August. We missed all of July, pretty much. That was so, tight, dude. Good to be back. Well, you and I were doing different things. I'm not going to lie. I had a great time not doing stuff what? in hey, July. Listen, I'm very happy for you. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows the reason that we missed uh, July, but it's because my whole family got COVID. So that was fun. So we had the uh, quarantine family uh, for July. Uh, so my Thank you. <laughs> I'm a genius. I am a genius. Well, hey, listen, uh, my wife tested positive. I actually tested negative. I never tested positive. So as far as we know, I'm uh, either immune or, uh, or I, I got what? it and just didn't test positive. What? No. Is that what they told you when you took your test? Well, no, they said... Mr. Uh, Anderson, we regret to inform you, you've had a functioning vagina for <laughs> 39 years and you seem to just not tell us. Huh. Well, I don't that's know what, what that is. I don't know what that has to do with coronavirus testing, but uh, the pap well, smear went fine. Don't they tell you to put your pants down? The pa- pap smear went fine. Anyways, you stepped all over my joke. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. It, I just thought everybody should know about that. Yeah, now. Can I tell you, though? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Can I tell you, though, the yes. uh, experience of being tested for COVID-19 was very, very bizarre. Have you been tested? I have. How did it go for you? Uh, You know... It wasn't as bad as I thought. Like, I saw all these videos on Twitter of, like, these people who just did, and they, like, they're in their selfie cam mode in their cars. Yeah. And, of course, it's, like, all shaky Cloverfield style and everything. Of course it yeah, is. Yeah, right. And so they're, like, doing this, and they're like, <laughs> I just got tested for COVID-19. And they assaulted my nose. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this must be terrible. Yeah. It must be awful. Hey, just stick it up your nose. Can, can I tell you, my nose was assaulted. Really? Yeah. So here, here's what happened. The last show that we did was what? The 11th of, of July. We did the show. That day I went home. My wife's like, hey, uh, weird things happening. I can't taste or smell anything. So we're like, all right, well, we better get tested. 
called you, called anybody that I'd been in contact with, which which is kind of a weird thing because you, you're like, hey, here's what's going on. My wife tested positive. I haven't tested yet. I couldn't get a test that day because I didn't have any symptoms, but my wife had symptoms, so she had to do the teledoc call where mm. she talked to somebody over the phone and the video chat with a doctor. I'm like, well, that sounds like a real symptom of the thing. She's like, yeah, that's what I told the lady on the phone. They're like, oh, well, but now that I've spoken with you and I'm an expert. Was he worried he had COVID? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She didn't make Is that. Is that how it works? I don't know. So then she goes in to do the, the drive-through test. And she's like, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. But they did one nostril. They went, came back. Five minutes later, they had results. Like, all right, well, I guess I need to get tested because she was positive. They told her before she left. Then they went through the whole rigmarole with her, and here's what you need to do. So then I call the doctor, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, we could probably get you in tomorrow at some point. And I'm like, well, if I could do it quicker, that'd be great. They're like, well, the urgent care will open at 7 tomorrow. So I go in, and I did the urgent care. And, of course, I was trying to be funny with the gal that was doing my test. And I'm like, right, that's a good idea during a pandemic. Well, all I said was... <laughs> Go easy on me. It's my first time. Be gentle. It's my first time. So you decided that'd be a good idea to tell a woman that works in healthcare, go easy on me. It's my first time. She shoved the thing all the way through the back of my brain. I Either she, she did. didn't appreciate the joke. Yes. I think she probably did it. She she uh she ruptured my sinus. It was uh it was uncomfortable for me. Uh and then she goes, All right, let's do the other nostril. And I'm like, Really? All right. And I was like, can I get a minute? She's like, yeah, it was super painful when they, because we did, they did the testing on it. Uh, so they had to, all the nurses had to get their own tests. So they knew what it felt like. She's like, yeah, when they did it for me, it was awful. So I only let them do one nostril. And I'm like, you just finished my second one. And both of them were ridiculously yeah. painful. Yeah. She had it against you. Oh, she definitely did. And uh, yeah, cause I go, I go, I go, how many of these tests have you done? She's like thousands. And she's like, like, oh, don't worry. This will be a piece of cake. And she's like, that really hurt. Didn't it? And I was like, yeah, so I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the nose <laughs> test didn't? It's like, drop and bend over. So then uh, we have the, the the twins had gone to preschool yeah. earlier in the week. So mm -hmm. they asked us to get the girls tested. And I was actually a little worried about it. I was like, all right, well, I don't want them to have the same experience I did. So we didn't make any jokes, uh, any virginity jokes at all with them, which is very appropriate for three and a half year olds, by the way. Smart. So we go in there and uh, we went to the other urgent care that has a pediatrician. This is literally how they do the test. And I know this is radio, but you'll get it from the audio. They just put the thing barely up there and go, tickle, 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 tickle. So you were wishing that would be for you. How did I not get the tickle, tickle, tickle? Because you made a virginity joke. I know. My mom got tested. <laughs> she got the tickle, tickle, tickle. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I didn't get that. I did a drive-thru, yeah. and they gave me the friggin' swab. They gave it to you to swab yeah, your own nose? Yeah, they go, just nose? stick it up there. Did and I go, they really? Yeah. What? I mean, I got a little teary when I went up because they told me, get it up there. Until like, you start crying. Yeah, like a full inch. And I go, okay. So I just went up, and then I started to feel it, and I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. And then when I gave it to him, it was kind of funny. It was one of those situations where, There's like. blood all over it. And no, mucus. it's like. You know, like the situation where sometimes like you'll wipe and then you want to take a look just to make sure everything's all right. Yeah. Like she did that. And then she like looked at the swab like this and goes, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was like, what the hell were you looking at? Here's the thing. So the, the young lady that was doing my test, not only did she do the, uh, the one inch deep, which like gets to an uncomfortable point. She left it there for a while. 
Like she knew. She's like, just let me leave that thing in your brain for a little bit. Yeah. So I by far had the deepest of the tests in the family. I was the only one that came back negative. And here's the here's what happens when you get a negative COVID nineteen test. They mm. go, eh, just assume it's positive. These things aren't very accurate. So then we quarantine. We do the whole thing. The girls tested like three or four days later after my wife. So we quarantined from their date. We did 14 days of quarantine. Feeling pretty good. Let's re-enter the world. Then my wife gets a cough. So we quarantine for another week after that. We go, all right, well, what do we have to do? Like, okay, now that we've quarantined, do we go get another test? You know, they told us, and eh, we don't have enough tests to test everybody. You'll probably test positive anyways, but you're not contagious anymore. CDC said so. You're good to re-enter the world. We did not trust that. So my wife went. She got checked out. She said they told her, we're not contagious. We're back. So we're back here doing the show live. I'm very happy to be here. And next week I'm off, by the way. Why? Camping Why trip. did you do that? Well, I had the camping trip planned Why didn't you already. just move the camping trip? Because uh, you have to book it nine months in advance. And camping sites. For camping? Are very popular. Yes. This Where do you is, camp? Do you do the pull-up camp? This is the Hood Canal yeah, trip. See. You're not doing the real camping. Oh, they, they get lost in the middle of the woods yeah, camping? Yeah, you're not, like, taking uh, the kids in Bjorns and, like, hiking up a hill. Yeah. And then while your wife makes the dinner, you till the land to get it flat. Well, they are they are three now. The Bjorns are uh, not really an option. What? Why not? They're actual people now. They can walk on their own. and They can navigate They're terrain. They're not people. Do they yeah. pay taxes? That's a fair point. Yeah. Look, so fair... until you pay taxes... <laughs> You're, and you got a driver's license, and you know how to light a light a cigarette. <laughs> well, they know how to light a cigarette. Oh well, they're yeah. What third of the way there? Yeah, I mean they don't they don't have a license, but they can they can operate a motor vehicle. The little uh, pow pow power wheels. Oh, man, they rock that pink jeep around the uh, around grandma's yard. Oh yeah, they're good to go. Mm. Just light up a a heater, jump in the pink power wheels, burn cookies in grandma's yard. Yeah, what they got gonna, all that. What are you gonna do when you see your kids smoking cigarettes? Because it'll happen. Oh, they'll like be you'll vaping. Catch them nah, or they'll be vaping. They won't be. We won't you be cigarettes. Think, oh. You don't think that like it'll do the cycle thing where it's like it goes out of style? Because it's out of style right now. Smoking cigs for young people. Yeah. It's pretty out of style. You don't think it'll do that little roundabout thing where like it'll come back by the time they're eighteen or whatever? I sure hope so. I I would be I would be amused to find them smoking like a corn cob pipe. Yeah, like it, th- it won't cycle back to cigarettes when my kids are young. Yeah. That'll be go even further. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. go. They'll go to the like the corn cob pipe or the old wooden tobacco pipe, and that will just be amusing. They'll be sitting in their smoking jackets and their. Or maybe uh, they'll just have a fat dip in. <laughs> big old yeah, come out. I'll be like, uh, sweetie, come here. Is that a skull ring on your back pocket of your jeans? There, yeah. we need to talk. It's just bubble tape, Dad. It's apple flavor. Be more, would you be more surprised if cigarettes made a comeback or bubble tape made a comeback? Mm. God, bubble tape. Bubble tape. Well, I'd be more surprised bubble tape because bubble tape sucked. <laughs> Dude, cigarettes, bubble tape. Wait, bubble cigarettes were so awesome? Weak. Yeah, I mean, compared to bubble tape, <laughs> I'm just... give me a cigarette any day. Dude, look, in, in the regards to gum hierarchy, bubble gum hierarchy, Bubble tape's down there. Oh, like, yeah. It's below Hubba Bubba. It's below Big League Chew. Ooh, it, Hubba Bubba? It's below quite a lot. Yeah. It's it's down there yeah. in the depth. I mean, in fact, it could even, like, be compared to the zebra gum. Oh. Yeah, bubble tape, not great. But it was cool presentation. Fruit stripe. That's what it is. Fruit stripe. Fruit stripe? Yeah. Is that the, is that the bubble tape version of that? No, no. That's, that's the zebra gum. Oh, the zebra gum. Oh, gotcha. 
See, you knew I'm, what I was saying when I said zebra gum, but everybody forgets. I picked, I picked, all I pictured was the packaging, but it didn't have the stripe right down the center of the actual piece of gum. I don't know. Right. Now, see, now I'm getting all my gums mixed up. But yes, but we agree. Bubble tape, terrible. Sucks. It's awful. So. Cigarettes, better than bubble tape. I think that's 503-250-1080. Oh, put in your vote. Better. Bubble tape or cigarettes to catch your kids consuming. I would also like to you know. You walked in your kids chewing bubble tape. Yeah. Or you walked in on them smoking cigarettes. Which one would make you more upset? I would also like to know if anybody out there who is a, a current chewer of tobacco or former, if you started with flavor. Oh. Because I did. Raspberry dip. And it, it screwed me up. I had, I had to learn quite a lot before I finally got to some cope. Some straight yeah. up cope, or give me give me the winter green, or my favorite, by the way, which is if you go to Idaho, they got something called cougar. Oh yeah, and I got a cougar. buddy. I got a buddy in Nyssa, uh, Eastern Oregon. It's like it's like uh, straddling the border between sure. the states, and he'd go over to Idaho and go get cougar. And I mean, dip over there is cheap. Yeah, and he well, came back with. It's some. also required. Yeah, well, yeah. And he came back with some to Corvallis one time, and I go, "Cougar, what the hell is that?" And he goes, "Ah, cougar, yeah, take a look." Summer pulls a cap off. There was a gleam off of the surface. And I go, what the hell is that? And he goes, ah, it's probably all a fiberglass. Just didn't cut your gum. <laughs> Dude, I took like, I took a pinch of that. I swear. It was blood out in my mouth. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You start with the flavor, just like the vape companies have the kids on the flavors. That's just, right. Just like uh, cocktail drinks. You know, you start with the, uh, you know, Arbor Mists. Did you the do Boone's that? Farms. When you first drank, when you had your experiment, was it was it a mixed beer or was it? Did you do a Smirnoff Ice with uh, your girlfriends? No, it with the my lady friends. It was uh, it at w- Jessica's birthday. It was cocktails, but it was like you you drink the not the necessarily frou frou, but like seven and sevens was always a big one that we drank. Oh, yeah, or Bartles and James. Never drank the Bartles and James, and then but- have the diarrhea the next day because you had like eight of them. <laughs> That that's James and diarrhea was the original name of it. Dude, that is something a lot of people don't talk about in regards to their first time drinking. If you did your first time drinking, do the fruity drink, you probably had like three of them. You were like, whoa, this is great. And then you had like six more. And then like the next morning you had terrible diarrhea. Well, what the body does, here's the science behind it is it absorbs your sugars first. So the more sugar in your cocktail drink, that alcohol is going in your bloodstream a lot quicker. Ooh. But yeah, you, you get you messed up. Yeah, those those uh, daiquiris and those uh, pina coladas and those uh, what do they call them? Uh, scorpion bowls. Woo! The hell's a scorpion bowl? It's basically all the rums uh, dumped into like a fish bowl, and then they pour a bunch of fruit juice on it, and then they spike it with a bunch of straws, and you drink it with your uh, your you know junior high classmates together at a bar that let you in. Jeez, you did that. There was a bar in downtown Vancouver that was uh, <clears throat> allergic to checking IDs, I believe. So, yeah. They still in business? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I have to remember the name of it, too. Because, uh, you know, you, you show up and then you drink until you don't remember. So the, the memories of it are a little fuzzy. But, yeah, anyways, we're back to do a sports radio show for you. And uh, you and I have not done a show since live sports returned. Is that right? Yeah, I guess. Sure. sure. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Days are melding. Yeah, well, that's for sure. The other day I did stare at the calendar going, it's August. 
Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. No, it is. But well, the weather's at least fitting for, you know, March. So we've got that going for us. But hey, let's talk about the bubble and the Blazers. We have live Blazers games. We'll comment on those. Uh, they've got a 10 o'clock tip with the Clippers. Uh, no Kawhi Leonard today. So we will talk about what we've seen and what we expect to see moving forward. Uh, Blazers next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Papa Murphy's. We make it. You bake it. Why don't insurance discount body shops offer pickup and delivery, loaners, and deduct assist? I'm Leif with Leif's Auto Collision Centers. For a discount body shop to be recommended by cutthroat insurance companies, they agree to cut corners, use low-quality parts, and give the insurance company kickbacks. Their number one priority is to keep insurance companies happy, not you. At Leif's, we don't sign secret contracts. Our priority is you. Pickup and delivery, loaners, deductible assistance, the finest in collision repair. Adding a leader you need right when you need them. That's how sports teams get ahead and how your business can too. LinkedIn will match the right talent with your open roles fast. Post a job and you'll get great candidates with the right mix of skills, interest, and experience. So every hire you make is a win for your business. Go to linkedin.com slash sports and get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for some straight talk. You know what covering your bases is in baseball, right? Of course, making sure you have no holes in your defense. Well, that's the kind of coverage you get with Straight Talk Wireless, and you'll pay up to 50% less than big carriers and still use their same networks. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. And no contract, no mystery fees. Fully covering your bases for 50% less. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Check out terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Summer's not over yet, and the best music channels for your summer soundtrack live on Radio.com. Turn up your smart speaker and listen to your favorite music channels from around the country. Lounging at the pool? Check out LA's new hit music on 97.1 Amp Radio. Barbecuing? Crank up Detroit's Country 99.5 WYCD. Listen to hundreds of radio stations when you want, where you want. On your Google Home, Amazon Alexa, Sonos, and more. With the real estate market evolving, realtors stand ready to help. Realtors are an expert voice of reason in changing times, and they're working in new ways to guide you through virtual showings and safe closings, to be your ally in the fight for mortgage relief, to understand a neighborhood the way no algorithm can. That's the role of a realtor. This is a real estate season like no other, and realtors are ready. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Hi! Um, guess we should talk about something. <laughs> How's the, um, vermicelli game in your town? Got any good Vietnamese restaurants? Vermicelli? Oh, it's a noodle. Very good. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big! Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. It is good to be back. Uh, I am taking next week off, but uh, good to be back. I've not had a chance to talk much live sports with you, Mr. Darkens, but we've got it. I'm looking at the TV. There are highlights of hockey games going on right now. I just saw a live basketball highlight. There are baseball highlights. There's golf being played. All the sports are going. It's like uh, it's like the real world once was. Yeah, I guess. I also discovered that uh, golf is a sport. I have proof. And I'll prove it to you. No, it's not. Yep. I'll prove it to you. Okay, let's I'll hear it. it. Do you want to do it right now? I thought we were talking Blazers. Well, I want to get to the point that somebody on the text line said their first experience with chewing tobacco. This is Tanner, 503-250-1080. Yeah. It's wintergreen. Mm. That's tough, bro. Yeah. The worst flavor ever, he says. Wintergreen will, will, will give your lips tingle. Not Does good. It? Yeah, I never, I never did do the dip to dip to dip. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, good experience. Should I start? Yeah, I mean, I did it and I quit, so that should tell you something. Yeah. Somebody also brought up a bubble fudge as a flavor. <laughs> bubble of, fudge. A flavor of gum. Apparently, sounds like a sex move. <laughs> bubble fudge, bro. Uh, the text line reads: You, you guys ever see bubble fudge by Bubble Yum? I never tried it. Seemed to disappear quickly in the 80s. The name Bubble Fudge always makes me smile. Yeah. Yeah, Bubble Fudge. Yeah, I got a Bubble Fudge the other night. <laughs> Drink too many Boone's Farm. That's right. Too much Boone's oh, Farm, and then I got the Bubble Fudge. Oh, bro, we got so hammered, we, we started Bubble Fudging. <laughs> Next morning, I don't even remember what happened. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, text line. Alive and well, 503-250-1080 if you'd like to send in your thoughts on anything. Uh, so one of the things that I've been doing uh, during uh, 2020's, um, you know, shutdown of normal society mm. uh, is I've been uh, I've been trying to do my, my, day, my midday runs, mm. uh, also not uh, related to bubble fudge. Actually going for a run in the middle of the day uh, has been my kind of uh, relief because you're working from home. Stuck in an office. My we have luckily have a guest room, so I can work from an office. But then I'm like, I haven't moved in four hours, so I'll go for a little run. Mm. So with that, my sister apparently won a Fitbit in a box of Cheerios. So she wait, wait, wait. Yeah. like it was in the box. Don't know how this all works. I think she turned in like the box tops. Oh, okay. Or something, or like won it. But she, it was a Fitbit. I don't know why she would have picked it. She already has one. So she offered it up uh, to to me or my brothers. And I was like, ah, I've been running quite a bit. It'd be cool to see what the heart rate's doing. I'll go ahead and I'll take the Fitbit. So I've been wearing it for, I don't know, three or four weeks. Mm. Went golfing last weekend. Oh, cool. My Fitbit tracker automatically registered, registered my golf outing as a sport activity. Wow. I didn't tell it. I was going for a sport activity. It automatically registered it. Therefore, the act of golfing. Now, we did walk. So like chess, right? No, I, did, I, I played chess. Yeah. Did not register as a sport I mean, they both activity. burned calories, right? So. Did, hey, this Fitbit. You can argue it all you want, buddy. This is science. It's attached to my, my heart rate. Yeah. And it just automatically said, oh, hey, this bro is doing sport activity. Uh-huh. Let's re- it didn't, I didn't go, hey. I'm doing a sport. Yeah. Hey, Fitbit, I'm going to golf. No, it said, this guy, clearly engaged in sport 
Got my heart rate up to 100. I was... Uh, so you're barely alive. 70, 70. I've got a low resting heart rate, 47. Pretty good compared to the charts that I saw. That's good. For a guy my age. Uh-huh. 71% of the time, fat burning. Wow. Golfing, huh? Boom. Golfing's a sport. Hey, listen, you've tried to deny golf as a sport. Uh-huh. Can't do it anymore. That's science. Tell me Fitbit isn't science. It's got this green pulsing light on the inside of my wrist. I think that's doing not science. No, it is doing science. And science says golf, sport. You're welcome. Okay, well. Go ahead with your arguments. Try to bust science I have here. no arguments. That's what I thought. I mean, it's, You're welcome. it's ironclad. It now joins the ranks of walking. Nope. Vigorous walking. No, no. Here's the walking thing. Walking uphill. Nope. Here's the Getting thing. Getting up. Do you know what walking? My personal. Do favorite. you know what walking registers as on the Fitbit? Yeah. Walking. Walking. Yes. And running registers as running. It's like, oh, you were clearly running because we saw you running in a straight line. Fitbit's tracking everything. Walks registers walks. Yeah. Uh, running registers as running. Golf registers as sport. Hey man, I know. It's just like chess. No chess. Again. No, bro. Chess well, is a sport. Did not register. It's yeah. sport. Or pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah, yeah that's a sport. Yeah. That'll register as a sport. Or, uh, or uh, hacky sack hole throwing. Cornhole? No, cornhole did not register as a sport. It's a sport. We got we got cornhole coming up this weekend, uh, and it's it's the big tournament. The big camping trip this weekend also includes the cornhole tournament. I'll let you know if it registers as a sport. I think it'll register as a sport. Well, hey, we'll see. So you didn't tell. I can't say. I haven't done it. I did. So you didn't tell your Fitbit at all you were golfing? Nope. I didn't. I, my Weird. Fitbit and I don't talk much. I usually let it just anonymously read what my activities are, and then you tell me, you, Fitbit, you're so smart, you tell me what I did, and you know what it told me I did? Yeah. Sport. Wow. God, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Now, you're welcome. I'm just going to assume with Fitbit, right, you had to get some diagnostic stuff on your phone so you could read all that stuff, right? Well, it pretty much turns it into English. I don't have to, like. Yeah, but, like, you get it on your phone. Like, you get yeah, that info on your right phone. It's right here. Right? I got it right here, bro. And your phone, right, like tracks where you're going, right? Yeah. So Fitbit probably knew you were at a golf course oh, and then registered the idea oh, that. Oh, is that what you're doing? I, I'm you're just saying, saying it geolocated and I knew. mean, it probably yeah. knew you were at a golf course <laughs> and go, okay, he's golfing. Still, Fitbit. Fitbit, well, they did. That's great. What they did. I'll tell you what, what when they, I'm at a library, my Fitbit will probably just assume that I'm either reading, playing chess, Taking a nap or looking at people. The other the other things that have registered as sport on the Fitbit. Yeah. Shooting baskets. Running around a little with the kids. Now it's on their little mini hoop, but I was running around. So shooting running baskets. around a little bit with the kids. That's sports. And then uh kicking a soccer ball. No, I was so, shooting <laughs> I was shooting hoops, bro. I was shooting hoops. I've only had it for three weeks. But it, it's already registered golf as a as a sport and you're welcome. You can be mad as you want, bro. I'm not mad about it. I'm just happy yeah. that you've been able to find a sport. You seem frustrated. You seem frustrated by the you, fact that you're so wrong. That allows you to walk around yep. and hit a small ball while drinking beer. Uh, not always. Sometimes it's Bloody Marys. Yesterday, played a little golf yesterday. I will say it registered far less as a sport when we were running in a cart and playing in a scramble. But uh, yesterday went screwdriver. Don't do that very often on the golf course, but the uh, cart girl... She ran out of Bloody Mary mix, so we had to go screwdriver, too. So, listen, it's not just beer and walking around. Sometimes it's sitting in a tiny car drinking a screwdriver. That's good. Hey.
It also, That's good, man. It did register as a sport yesterday, but good. not not as not as vigorous a sport when you're in the cart yeah. taking the same shot as the rest no, of the man, group. I get it. I mean, it's totally a sport yep. when you just kind of right. hit something and then get in a cart. Yeah. And you drive a little further. I just told you it is. And, and so did kind of do it again. It is. It's good. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Uh, speaking of things that Will was wrong about, talk, I'm going to talk some Nello. Nello? Yeah. Let's talk. I wasn't totally wrong about Nello. Okay, well, you can explain. You were I part- was half wrong. Will will tell you which half of Will is wrong. Give you a hint. Lower half. And we'll do that after this Sports Center update. <laughs> Just going over some news that you didn't pay attention to in my update. I paid attention to it. You didn't pay yeah, attention to there it. There was a guy named Ryan Ruffles playing in the Winco. I was listening to your last update. Who was the who was the sponsor? The Winco Foods Portland Open presented by Kraft Heinz. Trick question. There is no update sponsor. Oh, the update sponsor. I don't know. Pick one. Should be. I don't uh, think there is. Are you going to talk about the Mac thing? Yeah, man. Mac's yeah, out. Oh, we're talking about an hour, too, for sure. Well, the Blazers game's on, so we're only half paying attention to it. AP reporting the Mid-American Conference becomes the first league competing at college football's highest level. That's Division One. Did you know it was the Mid-America Conference? Yeah. yeah. Like so. the Sun Belt stands for super <laughs> ultra <laughs> nighttime football. <laughs> we got the word belt. Belt, big, <laughs> elastic, <laughs> large. You just described a belt. Taint. You just, you just described <laughs> a fat guy's belt. It does. It holds your taint in. Yeah, so the Mac's out, bro. Uh, no more Maction. They might do spring football, though, yeah? Still up in the air? Still oh, right. Yeah, the whole spring football thing. Hey, yeah. high school's doing spring football around here. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. Will Darkens from the Toyota Portland Sports Desk. No touch delivery for all vehicles in service and sales to keep you safe. Toyota Portland, uniquely different. With spending more time at home, you may be noticing the scuffs and faded colors on your walls, the cracked, peeling paint on the outside of your home. Protect your home investment with quality painting from your local Serta Pro painters. They make your experience worry-free, starting with an on-site or remote estimate. It's your choice. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated by men and women who live in our community. They're ready to help you and are taking precautions recommended by public health officials. Whether you want to paint the inside or outside of your home, you can trust your neighborhood Serta Pro Painters to get the job done right and safely. Get a free remote or on-site estimate from them today. It's quick, safe, and easy. Their expert team of painters are ready to get started when you are. Schedule your free estimate today at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Proven and trusted experts in painting. Washington CCB number 204061. I'm Listening Daily, here to help end the stigma of talking about mental health. During these challenging times, we are here to listen and to help our communities listen to each other. Here's licensed therapist Dr. Terry Lindsay on anxiety in children. In this high anxiety time, school provided structure and predictability and routine and all of those kinds of things. And I think that if parents 
can replicate that in some way, that kind of structure, and the family can get on the same page with regards to scheduling and expectations, things like that. And when I say scheduling, I mean scheduling in mental fitness and physical fitness and social time and free time uh, where they, you know, are undistracted in that place. I think that structure is going to be really important for the kids and kind of important for the parents' sanity, too. Let's end the stigma of talking about mental health. Find out more at imlistening.org. Summer is the perfect time to tackle those indoor projects on your list, like escaping the heat and refreshing your home with new paint. Lowe's has you covered with our number one best-selling color, agreeable gray, and accent colors like Snowbound and Retreat. Plus, you can get Valspar's Dual Scrub and Stain Resistant Ultra Interior Paint Plus Primer starting at just $24.98 a gallon every day. For ideas and inspiration, download the Lowe's app and discover what's possible. U.S. only. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Ah, the Super Suckers bringing you back. So, Mellow Skinny. Skinny Mellow. Skinny Mellow. Hashtag Skinny Mellow. So the uh, the Blazers, they're in the bubble and they're playing well. What are they three and one right now? They got the Clippers uh, tipping off here in 15 minutes or so on uh, TNT. So you can turn down the sound there and continue listening to our show. Yeah, that's the best way to do it because we are going to do play by play. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, listen, they're doing remote play by play on uh, you know the local broadcast, anyways. I believe they're are they sitting at Moda Center, just in an empty building doing well, Blazers games. They got post, pre, and uh, mid game at the Moda Center, but then they got Jordan and Lamar up in the studio. They're just like yeah. in some studio thing. Yeah, but they're watching. They're room. watching remotely. So what's the difference? We Which, by it. the way, weird experience, probably. Uh, so I heard Lamar heard talking about it, and he, I think it was on Dirt and Sprague, maybe? Does that sound right? Is that, is that a show, Dirt and Sprague? Uh, not here. Hmm. Oh, wait. Middays? I think. Anyways. Uh, so I think I think it was in their conversation with Lamar Hurd, and they asked if he'd ever had an experience like that. And he was telling a story of going to cover a Cal basketball game uh, when he was doing Pac-12 stuff. And they got to the game, and none of the equipment worked. So they had to run back to the Pac-12 studios like 40 minutes away. And they got there just before the game started and had to do the whole thing remote. And he goes, actually, it wasn't that bad. He, so there's some things he likes about it. There's some things, obviously, that make it more difficult. But he, it's not it's not unprecedented. Uh, the Pac-12 after that started doing a handful of shows from or uh, broadcasts from the studios, and he says it's not the worst thing, but it, it, you don't have the ability to interact with players and coaches, obviously. But he said one of the things is referees is weird, not being able to go, hey, what, 
what are you calling and why? What are, what are we talking about? And there's the, what was it, the Memphis game. There's like five technicals in that game. So he said it was kind of weird not knowing why they were so mad. Yeah, I, I always kind of envision it like, uh, like they do football games. Because, you know, on the NFL games, they're sitting way up in the booth. And a lot of the times when they're doing analysis, they're seeing the replay on a uh, on a monitor yep. they got there. And, you know, there's only so much that you can say in the moment. And that moment's over, you know, plays last, I don't know, five seconds. And then after it, you're literally just doing replay and talking. I, I had that thought as well. But actually doing play-by-play of high school football, I, you can pick up quite a bit of information. Because well, you're closer. Well, but obviously we don't have the benefit of it. But no, but usually we're up in the press box, and you know a lot of the the local stadiums have that lofted view for you. But you can watch tendencies, like you can see, you know, like when the linebackers start pressing up, it's like, all right, here they are trying to stop the run and stuff. So you can watch a lot more pre-play than you can on television. And yeah, they have the benefit of the the replays after it. But I don't know, like Tony Romo's calling it in the middle of the action, going, "Here's what play's coming." And you can really look at just the way they line up on the field and figure it out. Just like you did in Tecmo Bowl where you're like, oh, yeah, if they line up in this play, it's obviously one of the four plays that they can choose from on the screen that I got to look at. And then you know how to stop. Just like that. Unless you have Bo Jackson. (sighs) Even with Bo Jackson? No, even with Bo Jackson. No, dude. I've seen him get caught from behind. (laughs) I mean, he was in poor. Yeah, I I think you had a glitch. Dude, you Bo Jackson, you win. My uncle literally ripped. He used to play with the uh, Top Gun joystick. Yeah. Literally ripped the joystick off the base when Bo Jackson got caught running down the sideline. That's the thing that happens. So I know he can get caught. And the glitch is that, oh, your controller's busted in half. Because <laughs> Bo shouldn't be caught. Are you sure he just wasn't pissed for another reason? Couldn't tell you. You owe Carmelo Anthony an apology, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, uh, Mr. Darkins. All right. Here is my uh, pseudo-apology to Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you uh, were going to do the same thing you've done at every place you've ever been. I'm sorry I assumed that. I'm sorry I assumed you would be a uh, a privileged douche who would go into a team and just assume that people would pass him the ball and just shoot constantly. Just assume that he'd automatically be yeah. the focal point of the offense, even though he's playing yeah. with James Harden, one of the best scorers that uh, yeah. we've seen in the last You know, decade. I'm super sorry I made that assumption yeah. after uh, Houston, after Oklahoma City, after New York, after Denver. I'm really sorry. Denver, he wasn't as bad because he could actually score. I'm really sorry about that. Okay. Okay, so here's what I will say, though, about Melo. I am incredibly impressed that he has now figured out I don't know why it was the Blazers. A lot of people I've talked to have said, well, it's the influence of Dame's leadership, which I can buy a little bit. Sure. Uh, but I'm incredibly impressed that he's just kind of fit in now. He's just kind of seems to understand why he's there. And he was such a jaded player, and you could see it at every single stop that he was in. And I would argue, honestly, even at Denver, when they brought Allen Iverson in, it got worse because you could actually see it. It was two scorers on one team that couldn't figure out how to play with each other. That was literally everything that ever happened after that. And so it's interesting to see him now be able to go, okay, I'm just going to play some solid defense as best as I can play. And when I get the opportunity and they set me up on pick and rolls or I roll off of an off screen and I get to shoot, I'll do it. Yeah. And I'll just kind of play. I'll in that shoot little... when it makes sense in the flow yeah. of the offense. What? Yeah. I'll do my ISO plays when it makes sure. sense. When I get a mismatch, that's fine. But for the most part, I'm just going to kind of be part of the team. And thank goodness he's doing that. Yeah. Because 
as much as I hate to say it, he's kind of vital to the team at this point. Him, Gary Trent Jr., the fact that Nurk seems like he's like 85% of where he was at his height. He's Zach put, Collins he's putting is up numbers. He's putting up numbers that are yeah. as good, good as they've been. There's still some stuff about him that you kind of go, nah, he's not quite there yet. Yeah, but I, I it's know. more than you could have expected. Dude, somebody, somebody took the first three games uh, and analyzed them against the best first three game stretches of any player ever. And they took, you know, all the statistical categories into factor and said, the only player that has ever had a stat line as good as Nurk's three games yeah. was Kareem. Oh. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I will say, though, watching this Blazers team, and you mentioned Gary Trent Jr., who's balling. Like, he looks really good in the flow of the offense. Carmelo Anthony looks like he's accepted his role. You look at Nurk and the way that he's playing. This is an entirely different team than the Blazers were pre-hiatus. Are they? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Whiteside sure took a lot to beat a Denver team who the best player on the floor was Bull Bull. They pulled away at the end of that game, and Mason Plumley was yeah, out there. Yeah, I so. really want to hear that. And I was watching that in here with uh, Mr. Mike Lynch, and we were both saying that of like we were getting really excited about how well Gary Trent Jr. was shooting and like how you they know, did Davis set a played. franchise record for threes. They couldn't make a two for some reason. I mean, that's great and everything, but like you had to pull away pretty damn late from a Denver team. That was on purpose, not trying very hard. <laughs> P.S. Loved Nurk dunking over Bull Bull. Yeah, right? It was awesome. It was pretty good. It was so great. Um, Bull Bull just has that demeanor that it's like, dude, just you're going to get dunked on. But if that's your low point of the what, – what's your low point? They played four games. Let's let's not get over our skis on this anyways. But they're a half game out of the, the eight seed, and right now they're the team that would play for that play. And, and they have a realistic chance, you would think, of actually getting the eight seed, which means you only have to win one game and you can you have to lose two to get into the 16 mm. team, the field of 16, right? right? Which is what you want. So they're, they're giving themselves a chance. But in four games, I mean, your low point is probably the first half against Boston. And Boston's a very good team. Or you go, oh, well, they barely beat Denver. Well, they still beat them. I mean, yeah, it, but you're kind of here's, nitpicking. Yeah, I'm nitpicking. But the reason I'm nitpicking is because you know what's ahead. And what's ahead is Clippers without Kawhi today. No, no, no. Sixers without Ben Simmons tomorrow. No, no, no. What's ahead and what you're trying for is a seven-game series with the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep. And I have watched the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers. I have no doubt in my mind the Los Angeles Lakers will absolutely destroy yam, <laughs> like big time, on the Portland Trailblazers in a seven-game series. That's why I bring up all these things, because I think people are starting to build up this whole narrative that it's like, the Blazers are it. Oh, my gosh, they've improved so much once they get all these players back. They are going to be that dark horse that takes the Lakers down. Yeah, Charles Barkley talking about it on yeah. uh, uh, Inside the NBA. I, I just, I, I wish people would look at these games with perspective and say, like, yes, this Blazers team is better, but they're still this Blazers team because they still do that thing where they suck hard eggs in the third quarter and then they have to come back in the fourth. Like, literally, they've done that. Almost every single game in this bubble series where they just seem to forget to play basketball in the third and they're like, all right, guess we better bring it in the fourth. You you have a better idea of what you're going to get from Yusuf Nurkic than you ever did with Hassan Whiteside. 
And I have way more confidence in Mello and Gary Trent Jr. than I ever did in Mo Harkless or Al Farouk Aminu as the 3 and D guys around the perimeter. Mm, too early for me. Though really? I think you make an okay point. You, you'd rather have uh, Aminu out there. I mean, at the, uh, a little too early to tell. Okay. Dude, where the hell has Gary Trent Jr. been? He was playing really well before the, the hiatus. Not this well. No, he was not playing Dude, this well. Dude, he's like no, he's. He, I mean, if they're going to give well, out a six-man award for the bubble, like... Yeah, it's, it's him. It's him, yeah. Well, but but here's... This is the other impact that you have with Yusuf Nurkic, is now you have a third scorer on the floor. Do you see how many wide-open threes yeah. he had against Denver? I mean, and has has had in, in every game. That's the big difference, is when you have Yusuf Nurkic in there, you have a reliable third scorer, which means that you don't need Melo to play iso ball, which means you don't need Dame to shoot particularly well. Was it the game against a Rockets who's 5 of 14, and they get a win against a, a Rockets team that hadn't lost in the bubble? So I don't know. I just I just think that this offense it has a lot more scoring when Yusuf Nurkic is in there, even at 85%, as you were saying. But he's he's playing much better than I expected as a return. And Gary Trent Jr., yeah. therefore, has a much easier task I think ahead of him which makes him look that much better but his defense is really good and yeah yeah I, I mean obviously this is a better team I'm yeah, not denying I'm, that yeah. and I you know I'm giving full credit to the trailblazers for coming into this bubble league and kind of shattering whatever expectations people had for them and meeting uh whatever hype they had because they yeah. did they had that hype coming into yeah. it people were kind of you know pointing them out as like hey, it's a dark horse here what I, I you never know. I, well, and I think that just looking at the perspective, the Charles Barkley's bringing it up, and national pundits, it's not just locally that we're excited about the Blazers. A lot of national guys are talking about the Blazers. As much as everybody wants to see Zion go out and, and play against the Lakers or, or Ja Morant, the, the Blazers-Lakers has more juice in it. You have Carmelo Anthony in there, even though he's in a role-player role, Damian Lillard. I mean, more juice for us. I think, but, I think, but I think there is, nationally, I think people would much prefer to see that series. Dude, uh, no, do you have Memphis winning a game? What's Wait, what's that? you have Memphis winning a game against the Lakers? Uh, no, but I also don't have the Blazers winning a game. I think people would rather see, I think nationally people would rather see Damian Lillard, Ooh. Carmelo Anthony, CJ yeah. McCollum. Just, just throwing it out there. I think you got the local glasses on. Again, I think Charles Barkley I think is one so of the guys pumping. So many people are so pumped up about Zion Williamson playing LeBron James in yeah, one round of playoff basketball. End. He's still sitting at the, at the end of games. Dude, the NBA willed it for yeah. the Pelicans to get into that first round. And, you have a point with John Morant, but Zion Williamson is what they want, and I think it's most of what what the country wants. Yes. Damian Lillard is a superstar, but in terms of national superstardom, that dude's kind of middling. And I don't mean to crap on him. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you compare national stars, even Giannis Antetokounmpo at this point has a bigger notoriety nationally. He just kind of does. He's, eh. you know, he's an MVP guy. Sure. I think Zion would benefit from not having to play in this series. Oh, I think they get hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's so okay. Dude, well, there you go. Believe you me. That guy needs to stop playing. <laughs> yeah, this season needs to be over for the Pelicans. Uh, all right, let's do some uh, good versus evil. That's where we talk uh, about sport. Oh, it's just like everything else. Let's do good versus evil. Yeah. Do that next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan.
Hey, Napoleon, where are you going? I'm going to Waterloo to meet my enemies. But you could get defeated if you go there. Who cares? It's over for me anyway. My wife, Josephine, she's divorcing me. She has this tough lawyer who wants to take everything. My palace in Versailles, all the fancy medals I win, even my faithful horse, Pierre. You know, divorce is no laughing matter. That's why it's so important for a man facing a divorce to have confidence in the attorney he chooses. This is Rick Jones of the law firm Goldberg & Jones. Selecting the right attorney for your divorce is one of the most important decisions a man can make. Even though your case may last only a few months, the impact lasts a lifetime. Our firm represents husbands and fathers in divorce, custody, and child support cases. Call 1-800-DIVORCE. Get your phone questions answered at no charge. Located at 111 Southwest Columbia Street in downtown Portland. That's 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E. The National Constitution Center serves as America's leading platform for constitutional education and debate. It is central to the center's mission to convene discussions about current constitutional issues facing our nation so that people of all ages and perspectives can learn about, debate, and celebrate the greatest vision of human freedom in history, the U.S. Constitution. For the center's live programs, constitutional news, podcasts, educational resources, and online interactive constitution, visit constitutioncenter.org. Ah, buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from Track Phone Wireless. Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but Track Phone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. Track Phone Wireless. Now you're in control. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Hey, it's me, your cousin, from Boston. I'm on the radio doing ads for Sam Adams. Now I'll be known as the Sam Adams guy instead of the dude who fell in the quarry. <clears throat> Sam Adams Boston Lager is crisp and refreshing, which is why I bring a six-pack wherever I go, except the movies anymore. Sam Adams from Boston with love. Here's a legal pot. Watch how fast I can read. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Drink responsibly. Now, is that 30 seconds? Are we even close? Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Adaptability, uh, sacrifice are all going to be critical on everyone's part. So uh, if this gives people a chance, and, and it, it is. I looked at the schedule. I think the adaptability, the, flag, uh, the fact there's going to be a couple of bye weeks in there. Um, and it's not over. I think the flexibility of the schedule, you're going to see things happen in the next few weeks. So I, I, I'm fine with it. And uh, it's part of sacrifice and being adaptable. That's guy who enabled domestic abusers, Urban Meyer. A piece of big news that came out of college football world this week is that UConn canceled its entire football season and conferences playing conference-only schedules, making it hard for any independent school to get any games. In much more massive news, the Big Ten joined that cohort of conferences to announce a 10-game conference-only schedule starting as early as September 3rd. Does that sound familiar to you at all? Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Do you think conferences like the Big Ten and Pac-12 
will start at their desired dates. Ooh, Pac-12 is what, the 26th of September? That seems a little bit more realistic. Uh, I think you give the NFL a couple-week head start so you can kind of see how they uh, play along with things. So I think I think the Pac-12 has a much better chance. I think September 3rd is awful optimistic. Uh, but I, I think college football starts in October, to be quite honest, September at the earliest. September th- Damn, dude. That's, that's like less three, than a month away. Three weeks, right? I know, yeah. You just did it's the math. Really it's real, real close. Major League, base, Major League Baseball, it takes a lot more. And then when some of those guys get hurt, you have to bring in players from alternate sites. What is it to tell you that that, play, that, that area or that bubble, so-called, is, is, hel- is, is, is in an okay situation? I think it's two different. It's apple and oranges when you deal with, with the sports. And Major League Baseball is trying to do the best they can. This guy, he was smart enough to buy a Toyota with nice leather seats instead of an overpriced Lexus. Eduardo Perez. The Marlins beat the Orioles in their first game back from COVID detention Thursday. The commissioner then cleared the Cardinals to return to St. Louis and play against the Cubs yesterday. The Athletic is reporting that the MLB is now considering options to avoid virus postponements in the postseason. We will see how well that works. Brought to you by Postmates. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, you're welcome. Should baseball do a bubble? Uh, th- it's too late. I mean, th- they should have already started a bubble. The- ah, 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 but postseason. A postseason bubble. Yeah, yeah, I'm not opposed to it if you're not having fans in there anyways. And the-, the NBA looks and sounds and feels pretty good to me inside of a bubble. It doesn't matter where you play as long it's as like you- the second straight time they've had no cases, right? Yeah, yeah, the testing roundup. Yeah, yeah. the NBA has been been just fine. I mean, obviously there there is all of the uh, concern of figuring out where that bubble needs to be. But like I said, the the NBA is is kind of proving out that the model works. So I I'm I'm all for it because if I can't go to the game, who cares if it's in my city or not? Save the travel, save the effort. Um, I, I I will apologize to both of my brothers that work uh, in the airline industry or adjacent to it. Because uh, my brother did go, hey, tell people to fly more. I make parts for airplanes. I, so everybody get on an airplane. Baseball, don't play in the bubble. But really, play in the bubble. The only reason there can be a power struggle is if the quarterback is still playing really well. Like if he wasn't playing well and he's turning the ball over a bunch, it's not a power struggle at that point. It's just a decision to move on. That was moderately attractive bald guy Tim Hasselback. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur said this past week that even though the team drafted quarterback Jordan Love in the first round, LaFleur envisions Aaron Rodgers, mustachioed douche, being the team's quarterback for, quote, a really long time. That caused the smug douche to retort, quote, I think if I retire on the team's timeline, then all is well. If they're looking to move on before I'm done playing, there becomes an impasse at that point. So... How long before the Packers just friggin' trade this dude? Two years. Uh, Two years, you think? Yeah. You don't even think after a year they'll just be tired of it? No, because this season he'll get a pass because it's just going to be weird. Like, nobody knows what's going to go on. Jordan Love's not ready to play today anyways. How do you know that? (laughs) Because he would have been drafted higher. Hey, remember what happened with Patrick Mahomes? (laughs) Yeah, he's not Patrick Mahomes. And even if he is, he's still taking a year off. But Jordan, if Jordan Love is ready to play and they we start hearing the reports out of camp that he is the next pat mahomes sure but guess what pat mahomes. matt lafleur is not andy reed so yeah i i think maybe two- he is andy reed well no he'd have to eat another person to be andy reed how many matt lafleurs 
Three. Two and a half. And Andy, two and, two and a half. <laughs> Dude, I think three was probably a better number. <laughs> trying to be nice. Now the floor is kind of small. Well, yeah, yeah. You need the 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 third, the total three to get the full mustache effect in there too. Give me two Lafleur's and a Tom Coughlin, and I think you got yourself. Oh yeah, there's three Coughlin. Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right, time for my favorite story of the week, and this one comes from the food production company of the United States of America. Your headline. Breakfast macaroni and cheese is coming in 2021. How? Okay. Real quick. Somebody came up with the idea, and then they go, you give me a year and a half, I can make this work. Like, what idea? Breakfast macaroni and cheese is coming. Yeah, yeah, guys, guys, I need at least six months to get this idea fully formed. Like, it's, what are you doing? What are you doing here? You get macaroni and cheese, you make it for breakfast. Eh, doesn't seem like rocket surgery. After hearing that parents would serve their brand of macaroni and cheese to their children for breakfast, according to, I guess, research? <laughs> uh, Kraft is giving away limited edition Kraft mac and cheese breakfast boxes through Friday. The boxes have special special packaging that has breakfast written on <laughs> Over where? So, they're not even putting it with like eggs or anything. It doesn't have like syrup or well, hold on, hold on. bacon in it. You need to hear the rest. Okay. So they uh, uh, have breakfast written over where di- dinner usually would have been written. <laughs> uh, to win a box, because uh, I guess you have to win it. <laughs> they can't just put it on sale. You can use the hashtags KMC for breakfast and wow. hashtag sweepstakes on Twitter to be entered to win. You can also just enter online. If you had to eat only dinner foods for breakfast or only breakfast foods for dinner for the rest of your life. Dinner for breakfast. More it, variety. Dude, how many friggin' variety? How many times can you eat eggs? Uh, all the time. Yeah, because you don't have a very good palate. Whoa! Your palate sucks, bro. You how, don't even know what classic Copenhagen tastes like. <laughs> how many different ways can you prepare eggs? To be eggs? How many different one. ways? One way eggs to eat and egg? bacon. That's eggs all Benedict. <laughs> well, you have egg po- McMuffin. Poached eggs, scrambled eggs, scrambled fried eggs. Oh, man. What? Well, which, by the way, they are all, in fact, eggs. Don't let the, they're still eggs. Don't let the word before it make fool an, you, make an listeners. Omelet. I'm saying there's different preparations. They're, in fact, eggs. The eggs. And guess what? You can take them eggs and crack them into a little pancake mix. Waffle mix. Ebleskevers. Quite good breakfast. You can have donuts. You can have bagels. Right. You can have toast, hash browns. You do the little hash brown sticks. Ooh, French toast sticks. So I'll be dead by like what forty? Hey, like literally all the stuff you've named. Wait, what do you? It's just cholesterol clogging. What? They they all include eggs. What? uh, What do you eat for breakfast, champ? I have Greek yogurt with uh, steel cut oats. Yep. Chia seeds. Uh, walnuts, sure. Banana, pineapple, and blueberry. You have the same thing every day, too. Don't you? I do, yeah. Okay, it's consistency. So the reason you don't think I there's poop variety every day at nine fifteen. <laughs> I don't have to guess what time I poop. I know. And twelve thirty, and then again a little, well, a little at and then a little at five thirty. Um, <laughs> nah, dude. By two o'clock, I'm done BMing. I'm empty. I'm done. I'm empty. Um. And then you'd rather have dinner food for breakfast. Yeah, because there's variety. Uh, Dude, you can put eggs 
in dinner food. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And so you can have breakfast food without food. eggs. You just went through your old breakfast. I didn't hear eggs. Okay. Give me the most elaborate breakfast you can think of for classic breakfast foods. Classic breakfast foods. Yes. The most elaborate? Yeah. Like in what way? Like the just, most just ig- the most ig- unique breakfast you could think of. Because you freaking can't. The because r- anything that's going to come out of your mouth here in the next minute is going to be something about pancakes or hash browns or Ooh. eggs. It's literally potatoes, uh, flour, no, no, what, and whoa, eggs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll tell you my wife's go-to. And this is something that we have on a regular basis. But when we go out, uh, she likes the huevos rancheros. It's eggs. Or, or, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's on salsa and tortillas. Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah. Wow. Or uh, ch- chilequiles. Ooh, I do like some. Oh. Mexican breakfast. Yum. Yeah. Just, you, what? It's just what eggs. A, it's eggs, it's not, potato, and flour. That's it. Ma- That's all you're having. I'm mad at it. I think right. you get sick of it. Yeah, I think you get sick either way. If you wake up and you're what like, a breakfast oh, savory, food? savory dinner. Like dinner food. Savory di- dude, yeah. give me any. Di- well, let's see. Uh, tomorrow I'll have Mexican. The next day I'll have uh, Italian. Then yeah, yeah, you uh, want to wake French up. Food. You want to wake up and have, pasta have some sushi for breakfast. Yeah, why not? Eh. Breakfast eases you into the day. Who says sushi won't ease me into the day? Uh, your, your BM's not going to be at 915 every day if you're, oh. if you're mixing up your variety. You think that. Really, no. the BM, the structure of the BM is focused really on the immense amount of water and black coffee. Dude, you, start eat, you start eating uh, French food, which, all the, by the way, has just as much egg and butter as any breakfast food that you just mentioned. It's true. Yeah, you're going to be you're gonna be backed up, and you're, you're not going to have your fudge bubble until at least... Twelve thirty. Yeah. French food, sneaky good, <laughs> dude. Uh, food, uh, food, food, uh, uh, whatever, ethnicity food, whatever you want to call it. Not American food. Yeah, French food is very good, but it's very good. But name a French meal that isn't eggs and butter. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee baguette. <laughs> baguette, eggs and butter. Dude. No. Yes. Not eggs and butter. Yeah. In a baguette. Come on. That's yeah. not how bread's made, is it? <laughs> yeah. Your grapes? What? No. <laughs> Your croissant? Uh, Are you French trying to tell me yeah. all that cheesy crap? I will eat French food for breakfast every day. Because guess what? It's the same thing. It's more delicious. Ooh, crepes. Oh, dude, I would do crepes for dinner like at least once a month. But only could have breakfast food. Man, French food is good, though. It's you're, good. You're not wrong. Sneaky good. Uh, Deion Sanders has a message for players opting out in all sports. Uh, I do want to talk more about uh, the lack of action that we will have uh, going into the fall. And then uh, we'll get back into some NBA bubble talk. Uh, hour two of this program is next. And tip-off of the Blazers game. We'll keep you up to date on that. So do not shut off your radio, but you can turn on your TV. We'll allow it. We'll do the same thing. And we'll see you uh, on the other side. It is uh, the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 